Okay, so the main mitzvah of Sipu Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Ve'igad Talabincha, we mekayim that in the beginning of the Seder. Meaning the Manashtana is the four questions. And Avadim Hayinu Leparam Mitzrayim, this paragraph is the answer. And that's the Iker Mitzvah of Sipu Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Everything else we do afterwards is elaboration. It's called Amar Meshubach. You know, you're breaking it down, you're opening it up, you're getting into the protim. But the Iker Kim of the Mitzvah, you're Mekayim with the question and the answer, Avadim Hayinu, is the general answer to the whole night of Pesach. That's why it's extremely important that for the kids, that they understand well what they're asking and they understand well what the answer is. You have to make sure that each child understands. I mean, this is the main paragraph that you have to make sure the kids get clear before you move on. Okay? Now, that's why the Mishra Bruce says that you have to keep the little ones up until after Avod Mayinu. That means even if they're tired, they want to go to bed, or you want to put them to sleep, you should keep them up until after Avod Mayinu. It's like this. You gave them the question and the answer, and obviously you have to address each child according to his level. Then the older kids, you could take them further through the Haggadah and try to give them over Rabban Gamliel, Pesach Hashuma, Maror, Matzah, you know, try to give them more. But the bare minimum, you want to do with Avod So let's try to go over some points which need to be addressed. And obviously each person has to address it to the child according to his level. Okay, so the first point we have to try to explain is what it means, Avodim Hayinu Leparam Mitzrayim. What does that mean? What was the situation that we were in when we were in Egypt and what that means, Avadim Hayinu Leparam Mitzrayim? So we have to get something very, very clear in this entire Haggadah is like we said, the halacha is, and the Balagoda says this, that we have to feel, chayav adam l'rot ta'atzmo, l'ashen ha-rambam, l'haros ha-atzmo, ki ilu hu yotzim ha-mitzrayim, like he himself went out of Egypt. That means, like we said before, this is called a personal story. Now, what makes it personal, if me and you never lived in Egypt, and we did not experience the the shibud, we did not experience the geula, so what does it mean that we have to feel as if we went out of Egypt? So the basic understanding is that we belong to something called Klal Yisrael. Klal Yisrael is a unit. Knesset Yisrael. And being that Klal Yisrael experienced something as a Klal, and we belong to the Klal, it doesn't really make a difference if we were alive at that time or not. That means through every single generation, Klal Yisrael experiences certain experiences. And they have to go through certain avodah, and the certain things that they're doing towards the final redemption, and the tikkun abriya. And each generation, the people that live in those generations are the ones that are carrying it out for the nation. So when we talk about the abstract concept of the Klal, the abstract concept of the Klal, we're part of the Klal as much as they were part of the Klal. And we're part of their lives as much as they're part of our lives. Because as a Klal, as a unit, 
we're doing something and something's happening. So something you have to realize that this event is an event that took place to the nation. And being that it took place to the nation, us as being part of the nation, it took place with us as well. Okay? So the situation of Avodimayinu was not specific individuals who suffered personal suffering. It was actually something that was going on that that uh, Paro was trying to uproot the entire purpose of creation. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's plan and purpose in the world was to have a nation. And a nation that he should be connected to that nation. And there should be a Gilui Kfoid Malchus Shemayim in that nation. And that nation should study and keep his Torah. And Hashem should be Mashkiach on his nation. And this will ultimately bring us to the final redemption, which is the purpose of creation. But the process of Golis Mitzrayim was the process of what the Chazal compares it to a pregnancy. And the birth of the nation is a Leido, birth. And that birth to the nation happened to all of us. And we continually grow, just like a child who has to develop and mature and grow. So does Klal Yisrael as a unit has to grow. We're growing constantly and we're going towards the final redemption. And, you know, there's many Marmikoimas, which I'm not going to talk about today. Maybe someday we'll go into that. Many Marmikoimas, how the Seder is very much connected with the final redemption. Because this is the birth of the nation. But the nation has to develop. And they have to develop to the point where we get to the final redemption. And that's why the punchline of the Haggadah, when you finish Hallel, right? What goes after Hallel? goes Nirza. What do you say in Nirza? In Nirza you say, you say, um, L'shona Habobi Yerushalayim. Right? So that's where we're going. So this is the idea. Okay? So Avdus was, we know that it wasn't just a physical bondage. The physical bondage and the suffering and the uh, different things that Paro was doing to the Jews was really trying to break them. It was a shibud hanefesh. They were avde paro. Even those that weren't actually working, even Shevet Levi has to celebrate Chag Pesach even though they didn't actually go through the physical bondage. But they were also Avdei Pare as well. The Golos HaNefesh, the Shibut HaNefesh, the Loshon of the Arizal, was, it was a Golos Hadaas. They couldn't think, they couldn't put their understanding into real action or have any feelings in Havadis Hashem. We know that Arizal says that they went to Memtashari Tuma, they almost went into the 50th. And if they would have actually entered the 50th, they would never be redeemed ever again. The uh, Beis Halevi writes in Shemois that if they would have been totally sunken into the Tuma of Mitzrayim, 
they would have no longer been considered the Zerah of Rome. And there would be no Roshim, no remnants, no even uh, inkling that they are from his lineage. And Memele would be uh, bottled, the Haftocha, the promise that he said, So the point is, there was almost a destruction of Klal Yisrael in its spiritual state. Now, Paro obviously used every single um, science to be able to achieve that. He was able to break them. He was able to make them work so hard that they didn't have time to think. Like the Mesil Sisharim uh, talks about how Paro was able to abuse them in such a way that the person couldn't even have the brain space to think at all. We know that it says that Lo Shamiu El Moshe Mekotzer Ruach Me'avodah Kasha. They couldn't think. So these external things that were going on, like trying to kill their babies and making the men do women's work and a woman doing men's work and all the psychological damages to make them forget who they are and what they are, and to forget the ways of the avot and totally lose the connection with Emuna and all these type of things. So that's really what Avdus is. Avdus was a subjugation, like a, the Evid has nothing, less Megar Meklum, Evid has nothing from himself, to a nation of tremendous Balegaiva. And they were thought of themselves to be like gods, and the most powerful and smartest and advanced people, and everybody that wasn't them, they looked down at them, they looked at them like dirt, like nothing. Claudius' only right to exist is if you subjugate and, and serve us, and, and you have no identity, like a slave has no identity. A, a slave doesn't have any self-esteem whatsoever. It doesn't feel like a human being at all. And they were trying to take the humanity... Adam, they were such horrible people as far as Midas is concerned. You know, it says in the Pasuk, it calls them Rehavim. Rehavim means Balei Gaiva. The Chazanish says that the reason why Yosef was not allowed to, when he interpreted the dreams of the Shar HaMashkim Ifim, to ask these ministers for a simple favor after he interpreted their dreams for them, to remember them, the Chazanir says that this was a lack of bitachah, means it was bad hishtadlus, because it's an act of desperation. If you ask a favor from a lowlife like an Egyptian Balgai who only thinks about himself, and he looks down and low at everybody else, and you're only there to facilitate him, that's your whole schoskiyum, so then asking him for a favor is like an act of desperation. That's not even good hishtadlus. Okay? So that's the type of people that we... We're dealing with and we're type of people that, that have an agenda to erase the name of Hashem in this world, Legambre. And that was the situation of Avdus. Avodim Ayinu Leparbim Mitzrayim means the world mission and the purpose of life was nearly coming to an end. There was nothing left to it. And it also means, like the Lashon that we say, Vayotzi Enu Hashem Elokeinu Misham. That means you needed the power of Hashem Aleichem to get out. It wasn't possible in Metzias. You have broken people, people that have no 
energy or strength to even rise up against Paro. Even when they left, even after the Makkas, the Ebenezer says that when the Egyptians chased them by the sea, they were so broken from the years of, of bondage that they didn't have the ability to stand up against them. And that's why they got afraid. So they were in a situation that they were broken people. The, there was never an Eved that was ever able to escape Egypt. Egypt was the most powerful place in the world. They had the powers of Kishuf. Based on the Kohavim and the Mazalot, it was impossible for the Jewish people to leave Egypt. So we were in a situation where basically we're trying to paint a picture that Jewish people were in a situation where the purpose of life nearly uh, fell apart. Uh, according to the laws of nature, it was not possible in Matthias to be able to get out of this thing. It was not Shaykh Matthias. That's why you needed the power of Ayotzienu Hashem Aleikenu Misham. Right? And we have to understand that the Ilu means if Hashem would not have entered the picture, then the world, that we, the way we know it today, wouldn't exist. Because the Lashon, the Pashat Lashon, even though the Mepharshim all bothered, it's the Pashat Lashon is Hare Anu Bonenu Bnei Bonenu Mishu Bodimayinu the power of Mitzrayim. Right? The Pashat Lashon is that we would still be in Egypt. Even though the Mepharshim are bothered, that if you look at the world, the world has rise and fall of nations. People don't uh, stay in power forever. But the idea is that the reason why there is a rise and fall of powers is only because it's facilitating the tachlis of the Bria. That means since there's Jewish people. And the Jewish people came to the world to make a tikkun from the chet of Odmarishan and to bevatel deran, to be megali yichol Hashem and to prepare the steps for Mashiach. So we have to go through different Goliaths and other, there has to be nations that rise into power in order for us to deal with that. And then when we finish dealing with that, they go out of power. That means the rise and fall of nations is really built around the plan and purpose of the Bria. It's not just like a, a way of nature. There's no such thing as nature, right? Everything is the Yad Hashem. So what the Balagod is trying to tell you is that there would be no reason for Paroi to fall and for the nation of Egypt to no longer exist because if there would be no birth of Klal Yisrael, then there would be no purpose in all that, right? So life as we know it wouldn't exist and probably the Bria wouldn't exist because the whole Hashem made a Tanai in the Bria that the Jewish people have to be Makabal the Torah. So life as we know it wouldn't exist. Nothing would exist. The Jewish nation wouldn't exist. That, that's the, the concepts that we have to try to, to, to get clear that Yitzhak Mitzrayim is a, 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 something that happened to us as Klal Yisrael, and being that we're a chalik of Klal Yisrael, and being that we're part of the plan of Hashem, so therefore what happened to us, that's Chayiv Adam Laharis as Atzmoy Ki'ilu Hu Yatsim Mitzrayim, because if it was only a group of individuals that was suffering, materialistically speaking, so then, and, the, and those people were redeemed, okay, so that's something that happened to them. But being that it's something that's much deeper, there's Reb Chaim that says, there was the Shibud of the Guf, and then there was the Shem Eved. And they went from Shem Avdei Par to Avdei Hashem, the way we're explaining it, it's a Golas HaNefesh, or Golas Hadas, right? They wouldn't be able to have that Metzius to be Avdei Hashem, right? 
So that changed that birth of the nation that happened to us as well, right? Now, I think there's one more little bit of a deep point that has to come out here, is that Klal Yisrael has to, so a lot of people, and a lot of people the way they are, is they, they want to appreciate that. Okay, so there was uh, no Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So the world would be different. So we wouldn't be Jewish. You know, you have to appreciate, you have to be, you have to appreciate this thing to get it clear, right? So the point is, many, many, many people are just living in this world. They're living, they're just surviving. They're here. They're here already. So you might as well make a living. You might as well have a good time. You might as well do something with this life of yours because you're here already, right? We have to try to develop a much more purpose in life. That a person's a needed person. And he's, 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 he, Hashem went to Mitzrayim, even though they were in the Memtashai Tumah, even though they were Oiv the Avoyedah even though they were holding by nothing, so why did he get involved for? That means that Baruch was interested in us. He was interested in us for what? He was interested in us for his plan and purpose in creation. So that makes a person important. HaKadosh Baruch was interested in you. Not in your uh, actions. You had no actions. You had nothing to, 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 to come here for. So the point is, he was interested in you. He's boicher in you. That means there was a certain revelation, so to speak, that came out in Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has an interest in Klal Yisrael's existence. And he's boicher ba'amu Yisrael, and he wants us, and, he's, and he brought us out of Egypt in order to be Avde Hashem. And that's an important thing in this world. It's not a small thing. And if a person is born Jewish, that means that his avoida is important. Because Klal Yisrael's avoida, what their job in the world and each generation is, it's something that's a collective mission that needs to be done through uh, many people together. It's not one human being doing it by himself, right? So that means that Hashem is interested in Klal Yisrael. All the time, from generation to generation, and each shlav, each stage in the in the generation to generation, going towards the purpose. So that was Yitzias Mitzrayim is the is the point that everything stands on. It's the asoid that the whole binyan stands on. You understand what I'm saying? That means. We know that, uh, I'm going to say a shtickle from Reb Chaim, but uh, he says, uh, the Shail is, you know, later on in the Agoda, we say that um, there was a machlaikis if you say Kriyat Shema Shel Arbit or not. Remember that part of the Agoda? Omer Rebbe Lezer ben Azar, Yarei Ani Keben Shivim Shana, Velo Zachit Yishut Ha'amer Yitzia Mitzrayim Balelot. So this is not talking about Sipu Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, this is talking about Zechiras Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim that we do in Kriyat Shema. So the Rambam doesn't bring this halacha, and Reb Chaim says because the Rambam in Seif HaMitzvah only brings down things that are applicable in Yemois HaMashiach. Okay? So he says that the Rambam paskins not like the Chachomim. Lahavili Mota Mashiach. And Mameli doesn't bring down that halacha. That's what Chaim says. So the Velt asks that L'choyre 
the Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim of Lel Pesach he does bring down. So obviously, the Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim of Lel Pesach applies after Moshiach. If the Rambam brings it down, it's Sefer Mitzvah, then obviously it applies after Moshiach. So the question is, Maishanah, what's the difference? If the Rambam holds, like the opinion that you don't have a Zechira after Moshiach together is, what's the Lomdus? The Lomdus is because since once there's a revelation of Moshiach, the revelation is so strong and so unbelievable, that revelation. So therefore, after Moshiach comes, we're not going to be drawing the emuna, the Yisoydus of emuna from Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. We're going to be drawing the Yisoydus of emuna from the revelations of Moshiach. So then why are we still going back to Pesach? So the Torah says that Sipu Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim of Pesach is not just for the Yisoydus of emuna. The Sipu Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim of Pesach is also a Kars HaToiv. It, it's the Yisoyed that the whole Binyan is oimed on. It's actually, it's actually a Moisa Moshech is the Hemshech of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is when the Klal Yisrael is becoming a nation and the Gilui Kfoy Shemaim is beginning to develop. It's, it reaches its uh, climax and fruition when you get to Yemoysa Mashiach. So therefore it's connected to Yemoysa Mashiach. That's the difference between Tzipu Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Zeicha. That's, that's Luchayi Yitzhiyasai. So this is the kind of the principles that have to go over. Obviously, for each kid, a different way you have to say it. But the point is they have to walk away to some degree understanding the importance of who they are. That's a very important thing. They have to understand how this event made them who they are. How they are what they are because of this event. That's the kiyum of the mitzvah of Mitzrayim. So, so the Avodah Mayim is coming to answer the questions. You have to know exactly how it answers each one. But, but the Goyen, according to the Goyen, it's really one question. It's not four questions. The, Goyen, the question is not Lama, Nishtana Halayla. It's Ma. Ma is what's the Geder. Right? So the way the Goyen learns is, Ma Nishtana Halayla Hazeh. It should say Halayla Hazois. It shouldn't say Halayla Hazeh. Halayla is Nekeva. So why does it say Halayla Hazeh? So he explains that Bederek Klal, there's no such a no such a thing that we have an avoider that's meyuched to Laila. The day is doimit to a zohar, the Laila is to nekeva. That's why all the avoiders in the day, not in the night. Sometimes it starts at the night and the nimshach to the day, but to have its own avoider of Laila. Now where do you see that this Laila is cholok from all Lailas that has a din of a yoyim? Those are the protim in the manashtana. So the Avodim Ayinu is coming to answer the Shinui of that Laila from all the other Lailas. You understand what I'm saying? So all these problems you have to work out. But I just want to try to give one point there. The point is that that's why the Mishabru says that you have to make sure the kids stay up through Avodim Ayinu because if you want to be Yoytze, the baseline mitzvah of Yigadat Alabincha, the baseline Sibur Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is basically you have the, the questions of Marashtana, and the answers of Adam Ayinu. And that they have to get clear. That message they have to get clear. Obviously, each according to his level and his age and his intellect and what he needs to hear. After that, the, you marchiv the dibur. After that, you're widening it. You're going further into it. If a kid has a little bit more uh, smart kid, he's going to ask other questions, you know. And he'll, he'll start to, once you open up his appetite and his mind to think these points that you want him to think, then he's going to start asking more practical questions, and that's the harchova. That's the kolamar belasap erez Okay, we'll stop here for today.